2: Welcome to the Conscious Consultant Hour Awakening Humanity with your host Sam Liebowitz.
3: Welcome my conscious co-creators to another edition of the Conscious Consultant Hour Awakening Humanity. I am very 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 pleased you're with me today because it is a super special show. Wow you guys are in for a treat. It is my fifth anniversary of doing the conscious consultant hour i cannot believe it five years and a hundred 260 shows later and uh we have quite a treat for you today give you some real history lessons today but of course i know you guys have all anxiously been awaiting your quotes of the day all week long let's see what the universe and abraham have as our quotes today because you know they're Often so apropos for um, the day's show, and I have a feeling today is no different. Let's see. What do we have from the universe? Sam, of all the wonderful places you'll go, of all the happy times you'll have, and of all the adventures that now call unto you, each will be enhanced and and will more quickly come to pass with your absolute immersion in today's places, times, and adventures. Don't you just love having so much control? Tallyho, the universe. Ah, we love our quotes from Mike Dooley and the universe. And yes, yes, today, in today's places, times, and adventures, we will have a whole lot of fun guaranteed for today's show. And let's see what Abraham has for us today. From Abraham, someone asked us recently, is there any limitation to the body's ability to heal? And we said, none other than the belief that you hold. And he said, then why aren't people growing new limbs? And we said, because no one believes that they can. Abraham. So, two amazing quotes because, as you guys know, not only do I love being in the moment and immersing in all these joyful things, but I am also a healer. And so, yes, uh, talking about healing and why, you know, don't we have even more miraculous healings that we are, than we already have? And yes, it's because of the belief that both the healer and the healee and all the people around them are holding. Now, this whole, and it's quite interesting that, that they happen to mention this idea of regrowing limbs because I've even met a man, a full-grown man, who had the tip of his finger sliced off by a piece of farm equipment. And he drove him, I mean, the guy's amazing. He drove himself to the local hospital, you know, just a local community hospital, used to dealing with farmers and accidents on farms. And, and he found the tip of his finger and they said, well, you know, we can reattach the tip of your finger, but there will be no feeling in it. The nerves are gone. They said, but if you allow us to, it's going to be a little bit more painful, but you can actually regrow the tip of your finger. You just have to come in once a month and allow us to clean the wound down to the bone. It's going to be a little bit painful, but the tip of your finger will regrow. And so he did it. He did it for about six to nine months And the tip of his finger grew back. And what really surprised everybody, not only did the tip of his finger grow back, but the nail grew back. And I actually even just saw that gentleman this weekend when I was upstate on his farm. And, you know, yes, you can tell the tip of his finger isn't exactly the way the rest of his fingers are. But come on, this guy regrew a tip of his finger. Now, I had heard, you know, a couple of years ago that actually under Chinese medicine... They believe that if you're a young child, like less than seven years old, and you lost the tip of your finger, that you had enough chi, enough life force energy to regrow. But full-grown adults couldn't regrow the tips of their fingers. Here was a gentleman who proves that wrong. Because as we raise our consciousness, as we believe more, as these amazing things happen, And more and more people begin to see that they can happen and believe that they can happen. They do happen. So, when we fully immerse ourselves in the moment, we have complete control over what kinds of experiences we draw to ourselves, whether it's experiences of healing, of life, of many things. So, wonderful quotes from Mike Dooley in the universe and from Abraham we'll have more for you next week and today 260 shows and you know the funny thing was originally for today I had scheduled a gentleman a very well-known man it's been in this the movie the secret it's probably one of the most famous names I would have had on my show who was supposed to be here not be here but call in today and just last Friday, Thursday, very last minute, his publicist, you know, emailed me saying, sorry, his schedule changed, we'll have to reschedule, um, you know, we apologize. And, if, you know, of course, my first reaction, I'm a human being, my first reaction, I just go, damn it, you know, what, what, you know, I was telling everybody he was going to be on the show, people were going to be tuning in about it. And then I take a pause because I just realized three or four days before, because I knew my fifth anniversary was coming up, though I didn't know exactly when it was, and I went and I checked when the very first show was, which was like May 17th. Is it May 17th or 16th? It was either May 17th or 16th of 2010. It was a Friday. So then I realized this particular show is the fifth anniversary show. And then I also went through and counted up. Now, 260 shows sounds like it's a little bit more than five years, and it is because. Over the years, I've done special broadcasts. There have been weeks when I've done more than one uh, interview uh, with people just because there are so many people coming into town. So it is a little bit more. You know, you would think it'd be about 250 shows, but it's actually 260. But it is the fifth year anniversary. And so I actually, when I realized all of this, and I calmed down from being upset that this guy, you know, changed it on me at the last minute, that it's actually perfect. Because instead of interviewing him about his work and talking about his stuff, we get to talk about the formation, the creation of the Conscious Consultant Hour and how this all came about. And so I invited uh, two very dear friends of mine who were actually, whether they know it or not, very instrumental in this. So my first friend, Simone who is right now shaking in her boots because she's she knows the microphone is on, um, is very, very important because it, it was because of her that this idea of the conscious consultant was born. Because, Simone, we met in this workshop six, seven, eight years ago?
2: Probably about seven years ago now.
3: Probably about seven years mm-hmm. ago. And I remember it was in this uh, hotel near um the JFK airport
2: it was one of those very generic type airport hotels absolutely
3: and so I know why I was there so I'll I'll talk about that in a second but I was just curious how did you happen to end up at that particular workshop
2: I had met the presenter Mm -hmm. Dr. Cam Cam Ewan at a Presentation that he'd done at my son's karate school. My ah. son uh, was a student at the Harmony by Karate, yes. uh, Karate Studio. Sure. And they had had a presentation by Cam Yuen, And I was very impressed by what I had seen and witnessed during his presentation. Mm-hmm. Discovered that there was a workshop that weekend and decided to go along and find out more.
3: Ah. So so that's what brought her. It just It just so happened that he had done... A workshop at her son's karate school right and she was there decided to go well the same week what had happened was well going back maybe a two or three no probably more longer probably more like six months before that week myself and my wife had gone to a little party um, up in Riverdale, of uh, uh, this guy I had met from doing some business networking, at, you know, found out that I was originally from the Bronx. And he's like, oh, it's a little political fundraiser for this guy who eventually wants to run uh, for city council. It's in your old neighborhood. Why don't you go? And I'm just thinking, yeah, okay, it'll be a chance for me to make some business contacts and stuff. And so I go, I convinced my wife to come with me, and she really wasn't into networking and talking to people, so she just kind of sat down on the side. And when she sat down, she ended up talking to this older gentleman who had told her how he had been healed from prostate cancer from seeing these two healers. One was some um, faith healer woman up in Connecticut, and the other one was this guy, Dr. Cam Ewan. So so after that little evening, she was like went on his website, tried to contact them. You know, she wanted to get a, a session with him because she was so impressed with what this person had said. And um, it was really interesting because his office was not exactly the most organized. She left two or three messages. No one ever called her back. She tried e- emailing. Never got a response. So now it's several months later. And the New Life Expo, which happens here in New York City once every six months or so, happens to to be coming around. And I said something to her, you know, the New Life Expo was here, and she happened to check his website and saw that he was coming to the New Life Expo. So she called his office again, got through to him, and booked an appointment so that we were going to go, she was going to go see him at the New Life Expo and, and get a session from him. So me and her go and we were supposed to meet him in the lobby downstairs at a certain time we get there we're waiting 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 he doesn't show so we go up and we know he's get go go up to the room where he's giving his presentation um we we sit down he comes in he does his presentation i'm like amazed watching this guy like do what he does in the front of the room And then we catch him kind of afterwards saying, hey, you know, we were supposed to have a session with you. You know, what happened? And he's like, oh, I thought you were coming up to to, to my room. And they're like, no, they told us to meet you in the lobby. He's like, oh, I'm really sorry about that. If you want, we can go now and do the session. We ended up doing it in like the stairwell of the New Yorker hotel. And so he worked on uh, my wife for like 30 minutes and he worked on me for 30 minutes. And then we come home and I'm like just thinking to myself and I'm like, you know, it was really weird. It's like he kind of knew things without knowing anything about it. It's Like, how did he do that? So I decided because he, of course, promoted in this thing that his workshop that he was doing that weekend. So I said to my wife, you know what? I, I really want to go to his workshop this weekend. Do you want to come with me? And she's like, no, I'm tired. I want to sleep. You can go ahead. So that so I ended up driving out to this uh, registering at the last minute and driving out to this workshop. And, uh, and, and that was where we met. And um, it, the workshop was kind of interesting um, in that there was probably, what, 50 people there?
2: Probably about that much. Probably about 50 mm-hmm. people there.
3: Now, the thing about Cam Ewan is he is an amazing healer. And in my opinion, he's just a lousy teacher. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know, Simone, about you, but, but I just remember looking through the class and like people were just completely confused
2: there was a lot of information that he was giving us.
3: Yeah. It was it was a lot and I don't know, it just wasn't very well structured. It wasn't it wasn't very it wasn't given very plainly because he's been doing this kind of work for so long and he's so like way up here that I felt like it was kind of hard for him to explain it in a very simple way that people could understand. However, I kind of like I thought I got it because I'd taken Reiki. I'd been doing a lot of things to develop my intuition. So I think I kind of, sort of, got what was going on, but I'm not quite. I wasn't quite sure. So um, we, we need to take a break. But when we come back, um, I'll actually tell you what happened. That how Simone became so instrumental in the conception of the Conscious Consultant. So, everybody, please stay tuned. We will be back after these commercial messages.
2: And our Awakening Humanity will be right back.
1: Listening to the Talking Alternative Network.
4: What are the latest travel trends? How can travel be a part of your overall health and wellness plan? This is William Paris, Lifestyle Travel Consultant and your host on Travel and Wellness Today. Join me on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time for travel chat, travel tips, and travel news updates. That's on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc.
3: Are you stuck in your business or career? Helping conscious people be better business people.
4: TalkingAlternative.com
2: Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity.
3: So, let's continue where we left off. So, we're at this workshop where Simone and I met. And it's the second day of the workshop. And we come back from the lunch break. Now, I want everybody also to keep in mind that I went to this workshop not to become a healer. All right. I'm taking a bunch of healing workshops. I was not looking to become a healer. I was merely looking to heal my own internal wounds. I was really looking to feel better. I, I wasn't really looking to become any kind of a healer, work with energy, do any of that kinds of stuff. So it's the second day of the workshop. We take a lunch break. We come back. Simone, you remember what happened?
2: I remember that Doctor Yuan invited people to practice what they'd learned, mm-hmm. and he asked for volunteers both to practice the method and people who were volunteering because they had issues that needed to be healed.
3: Right, and and when we came back from the break, he actually was busy doing some private session, and one of his assistants, Saria,
2: Syria <laughs> had
3: was was kind of um, uh, uh, took over the class and said, "Look, we'd like a couple of volunteers to come up front." And so first she asked, is there somebody who would like to get a healing from one of the other students? And somebody's hand went up.
2: Well, I was very much feeling as though I were getting flu, Mm -hmm. uh, upper respiratory issues. I was very congested. I was feeling awful.
3: Awful. And so Saria picks on Simone. She comes up front. She says, who would like to try out this method? Now I'm sitting like way in the back of the class. But my hand is way up about as high as it could go. There were probably only two or three other people who had their hands up because I think most people are like still confused about how to even do this thing. And she picked on me and I came up. What happened next, Simone?
2: I don't remember all the details. I do mm-hmm. remember that you did the, the work using the method that mm-hmm. we'd just learned. Yeah. And as I was standing... Up in front of the group of people, I felt my chest clear, my nose clear, my head clear, and I felt 100% healthy. 100% healthy.
3: 100%
2: healthy and fabulous.
3: And this, for me, was a real eye-opener. I'm like, oh, you feel better? You're like, yeah, I feel better.
2: Well, you were doing the work. A, the work worked, Mm -hmm. and you clearly had some kind of access or insight into how to put it into practice in a very effective way, because I did not get sick.
3: No, you did not.
2: In fact, I got
3: well. And, And I also recall a little something, and maybe I'm misremembering this, but I seem to recall you saying something like, you haven't been able to breathe like this since you were a little girl in South Africa because you had had bronchitis for so many years or asthma or something, some kind of lung issue.
2: As a child, I had had asthma, asthma. issues. They'd been a lot better and a lot clearer. Um, so I wouldn't say that I was actually still asthmatic, mm-hmm. but certainly from the beginning of the workshop to the end when you did the work Mm -hmm. there was a remarkable Mm -hmm. difference.
3: And so for me it was like a huge light bulb all of a sudden went off on the top of my head and I was like, oh, you mean like I can actually use this stuff to help other people? And so I believe we gave you a lift back that night because it turns out that Simone kind of lives not that far from me and uh, we had become very good friends ever since.
2: And I constantly bug you when I have issues that need to be healed.
3: Yes, and I enjoy helping you resolve your issues whenever you so desire.
2: I'll remember that the next time one comes <laughs> up.
3: And it's on the air and it's recorded now for posterity, so now you have to hold me to it. So, and it was actually that night I got home and I was all excited. I mean, I was more excited about this This. Healing modality and what I had done uh, than anything else I had done up to that point, and I had dinner with my wife, and I was like, "I got to do something with this, you know. I'm an entrepreneur. I'm I'm a businessman. You know, I can make money doing this." And and so she was, uh, you know, kind of encouraging since she was a therapist, and and then it kind of dawned on me. It's like I had been a business consultant and a coach around that time, and I thought, okay, so I'm still a consultant. I'm just a different kind of consultant. And so that night, this idea came to me of being the conscious consultant, because this work, this energetic work that I do, is so flexible and can be applied to so many different things, it's not just about healing physical physical, mental, emotional issues. It can be used in business. It can be used um, uh, in very practical things. And so I kind of realized, like, hey, I can take this work and just apply it in a different way. So that was the birth of the conscious consultant. Now, in terms of the birth of the conscious consultant hour, there's another gentleman who is in this room by the name of Alexander Galvez, who is also very important. And, and I, I guess I should have actually started with him a little bit before, because actually even before this point, before I started taking any of these healing classes, before I started all of this, I had met Alex. Do you remember where Alex?
5: I believe we met at various, either seminars or it was, an entrepreneurial groups. So.
3: It was a real estate investing meetup group run by a gentleman by the name of Joe Patton. You remember Joe Patton? Sure, sure, Joe Patton. Yeah. And so, and and then, like, I'd met him there once or twice. We talked. We got along. And then we we met at other things. And then I remember you had asked me, said, "Hey, Sam, have you heard of this movie, The Secret?" And I said, yeah, like, I've heard of it, but I've never seen it. And you were like, oh, I have a copy here. Why don't you why don't you watch it? And he hands me this copy of The Secret and start talking about law of attraction and all this stuff. And I was just like, oh. And that kind of started getting me going. And this was around the time I just started getting back into personal development. That got me back sort of opening me up into more esoteric realms, shall we say. Mm-hmm. All of this bringing me back to my sort of spiritual path which I had been on long, 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 long time ago gotten very, very far away from and this was very instrumental this I look at one of those little breadcrumbs that the universe placed in front of me mm. to bring me back to the work I was doing so how did I end up with the Conscious Consultant Hour? well friend of mine a person by the name of Pierre someone I've had many, many times on my show over the years happened to be having a party at his house in April of 2010. Alex, do you remember what happened at that party? Sure, yeah. Pierre
5: being uh, one of our spiritual mentors in, in the work uh-huh. that we do. And um, he had given a, a party for all of his uh, associates and clients and such. And um, I, I believe I what happened was I brought Giorgio... Mm-hmm over in Georgia was the owner of a uh, acupuncture center here on the upper west side in New York City and and Giorgio um was going through a major transformation in his life he had um been um um hit with a, a second divorce and three children and uh briefly i'd met him months before and he had a long ponytail And one day i ran in d- into oh, him yeah. and he had and he
3: had uh, shaved his head how did you, before you get, how did you actually meet Giorgio cuz this i never heard
5: I met him at a health food store across the street, and we started talking Uh. about chemtrails and and (laughs) the secret government's plot to uh, Uh, take over the world. (laughs) Yes.
3: Okay. So you saw him originally had the, and I've only seen pictures of him in the long hair. Right. And then one day,
5: so one day I ran into him, and his head was shaved. And I said, "Well, you went high and tight. What's up? What's going on?" He goes, "I'm giving it all up, Alex. I'm, I'm rescinding all materialism, and I'm going to become a monk." And I Mm -hmm. said. No, you you got to be kidding are you, are you kidding me right you're joking right and he goes no i'm i'm going to become a monk in vietnam i'm giving everything up i'm selling my practice and if you know anyone who wants to sell who wants to buy my business
3: let me know please and um, so, so what yeah. what was the inspiration for you to actually bring him to Pierre's party because he had already shaved his head by that time you
5: know i i think it's it's people had told me you know and what i do as a personal trainer is quite different than what people were telling me i was good at you know mm-hmm. i know what i was good at and what i I could bring as deliver as a service in terms of what people pay me for at ho- mm-hmm. as a holistic fitness coach. However, people were starting to tell me, you're, you know, you're a really good networker. You should maybe look into this a little more deeply and perhaps uh, make a business out of it. So, Georgia had asked me if I knew anyone who might be interested in buying his business. And I remembered you being very entrepreneurial and you were mm-hmm. going to be at the, the party. I said, why don't you just come to this party and see if we can, you know, locate somebody who's both spiritually minded and has a business sense and... Mm-hmm. Um, and Giorgio said, no, 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 I'm not, I don't, I'm, I have to go and meditate. I don't associate myself with, with the world anymore. And I said, just try it, please, because we do have to sell
3: your business. And he came over, we right. introduced him to you, and... Right, so Alex comes to the party, and he, and, he, and he brings this guy with him, and he says, Sam, this is my friend Giorgio. Here, you should meet him, and, like, walks away. And I'm just saying, like, oh, okay, and, like, hi, Giorgio, uh, I'm Sam. Like, what do you do? And he says, oh, uh, I'm an acupuncturist. And I'm like, oh, that that's interesting. I didn't know, actually didn't know any acupuncturists at the time, personally. And then he said, "Yeah, but." I've decided to become a Buddhist monk and I'm giving up all my worldly possessions. I'm looking to sell my practice and my business and stuff. And I'm like, oh, okay, that's cool. And I'm thinking to myself, well, I network a lot. I know a lot of people. Hell, maybe I can help him, you know, sell his acupuncture practice. I mean, Alex hadn't even told me anything. I knew nothing of the background. He just brought this guy in front of me. So I'm there and and I'm thinking, and he's talking and talking. And then he says, yeah, and I also started this internet radio station. I'm like, oh, that sounds interesting and then I'm scratching my head saying wait a minute this sounds a little bit familiar acupuncturist internet radio station I was like what's your last name and he says Repetti and I'm like ha ah, the light bulb goes off you're Giorgio Repetti I know who you are because my friend Larry Sharp does a radio show on your network and he told me you're such a cool person and that we should connect but he never put us together and it wasn't until Alex brought him to this party that now he's there standing in front of me And I remember when this was because the following week I met with him in this very studio and I'm still thinking I'm just going to help him sell this stuff. And I say, okay, give me the numbers. Give me the good and the bad. Tell me everything. Because if I'm going to help you to sell this, like I need to know everything. And it, it was about a two and a half hour conversation. And by the end of the conversation, I say to him jokingly, You know what? This is such a good deal because it's like getting two businesses for the price of one. If I can't help you sell it, I'll buy it myself. I go home that night. It was my wedding anniversary, so I know it was April 13th of 2010. And I tell my wife about this. This is after having dipped my toe in real estate and gotten burned really badly. And she was like, you know, we don't have much money, but why don't we put it into a business that's actually making money? Why don't we just get the business ourselves? And I'm just like, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, okay, cool. And that started the negotiation process. Within a month, we had signed the contract, which is when I started the show. And we had one month transition period. And a month later, in June of 2010, I took over talking the TalkingAlternative.com network oh, and made uh, a lot of changes and a lot of stuff. So we'll go through that. In a minute, if anyone would like to call in, ask your own questions, uh, have your own stories to relate around this, please do. Our call-in number is 877-480-4120. We'll be right back.
2: You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. Please stay tuned and we'll be right back.
6: If you would like to explore the help of a private astrological reading, please contact me at Monty at MontyTaylor.com. That's Monty, M-O-N-T-Y, at MontyTaylor.com.
4: Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day.
2: this is the conscious consultant hour awakening humanity on talkingalternative.com
3: and welcome back welcome to our five-year 260th show celebration of the conscious consultant hour you've heard from a couple of my dearest friends simone kaplan who has a a business known as picture book people she's a uh, Children's picture book consultant, um, which she is very modest about. And my dear friend Alexander Galvez, who has a business by the name of Fit Focus, um, who is an amazing personal trainer and, and all around general health consultant, I'd call you, right, Alex? Yeah, thank you. Yeah, absolutely. So, just to give you guys a little bit of idea of like some of the guests that I've had on. Um, uh, I went back over and I was just looking over some shows. So in two, 2010, I started the show in May, you know, this year, five years ago. And I remember the first show. I had a good friend of mine at the time by the name of Joe Nunziata. Do you know Joe, Alex? I think you might have known him. Sure. Also a uh, personal achievement coach of sorts. Yeah. Right? Yeah. He had written this book called Spiritual Selling. And I thought it was such an mm-hmm. interesting at the time, sort of very rev- revolutionary concept of taking spirituality and, and applying it to business. And and I really liked Joe because he was like born and grew up in Brooklyn. I I was born in Manhattan, grew up in the Bronx and he was a real like Brooklyn kind of average guy. Mm-hmm. That was a wonderful show. I had a good friend at the time, Tana Cantor, who uh, who had um I think she still has an online magazine called The Green Economy, talking about green stuff, green technology. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, one of my, and then I had on somebody who I knew from his business networking group, Tony Martinetti, who was a nonprofit consultant. Had him come on with somebody else, and he talked about nonprofits. And he ended up being the first of the new hosts that I brought on to TalkingAlternative.com. Uh, after that, uh, a friend of my wife's, Tom DeLuca, who is a, a, a Political science professor at Fordham University came on. He did a. Sh- uh, he came on my show and then ended up doing his own show for a while, um, all about the state of politics at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I've also had some such people on as uh, J. Sue Garcia and Paul Kay of the MSIA, the Movement for Spiritual Inner Awareness, uh, which was John Rogers' uh, group. John Rogers, who's who's recently passed, um, but the MSIA, wonderful group. Um, I had on such people as David Ippolito. That guitar man in Central Park. Every Saturday you can find him playing guitar in Central Park in the spring and summertime. I know he just started, I think, last weekend. Um, He was a really cool guest, a real philosopher, uh, actor, um, activist. Uh, A dear friend of mine, Candy Michelle, who talks to angels. I had this guy on, Coach Nick, who is one of the dudes of disruption. Five years ago, I had him on my show, and he just, a few weeks ago, started doing his show with, with a, another coach, Gregory. Um, Karen Garvey, who wrote the book The Answers, a, a, a psychic intuitive who had this huge spiritual awakening on 9-11, of all things. She was out jogging uh, and and had this sudden sense, never had any psychic thing ever happen to her. She was an MBA like financial services executive you know never had any of this stuff knew that there had been a terrorist act on U.S. soil gets home her phone is ringing her friend says turn on the TV she sees what happened at the World Trade Center she's like wow that was the beginning of her thing um Lama Chunzan the uh, uh, a Buddhist lama who had gone on a th- think three year no 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 different one Um, Lama Chanzon who I had on a second time who's this wonderful uh, uh, Mahayana Buddhist monk and I ended the year with with another wonderful friend Fran Capo the world's fastest talking woman She's actually been in the Guinness Book of World's record for being the fastest talking woman so so that that was kind of a fun way to end off the year so it's just some of the people I had my my first year on and, you know, it was really interesting because when I started this show, I really made an effort that I knew this show had to be about raising people's consciousness, mm-hmm. um, that it wasn't just about psychics and spiritual teachers, but it was around everything in life that, that we talk about that that is important to bring greater consciousness to it. Because I've had on people talk about business, talk about financial situations, politics, everything. And, and, and Alex, also at that time, you introduced me to uh, Tim Chambers, who um, had uh, ended up taking over Giorgio's acupuncture practice, mm-hmm. right? And Because and neither my wife nor myself were acupuncturists, so it's kind of silly. Why are we buying an acupuncture practice? We're not even acupuncturists. Um, so me and Giorgio talked about it and we had this idea that if we could find an acupuncturist who had already graduated acupuncture school, um, but was open to learning some more that they could become part of the practice, Giorgio would teach him in his specific WANs 3E method and, and that that person could, could, you know, take over his acupuncture practice. So where did you know Tim from? Because you introduced me to Tim as well. Oh,
5: Tim was, um, also an associate that I had worked with, with, uh, a group known as as the Children of Light, which was also a very uh, spiritually oriented group. Who, um, yes. I think, w- what you could, if you could entertain, or, or right, uh, with Ron and Robert Baker, who, right, if you could entertain this type of um, philosophy that we're souls that kind of migrate from place to place, and now we're here on Earth, and uh, right. we're coming together in more of a community setting outside of maybe your biological family, in the greater right. context of the human community to to heal what's been what's been done on on earth and to bring about some really positive transformational changes at this point so Tim was part of this particular group spiritual group known as Children of Light and I'd known him from that and he had done some work on his own and welcomed me into his own circle and uh, knew of his capabilities as an acupuncturist because he was helping me with some of my issues around Addiction and such so Ah, yeah, and he was uh, very good at what he did a Reiki master right Reiki master and teacher. Right,
3: so so we brought Tim uh, Tim and Giorgio trained him for about a month again There wasn't a whole lot of time because he was like going off to his initiation to Malaysia I think initially or Thailand initially I forget one of the two because he had become a a Theravadan Buddhist monk Mm -hmm. What did you think of Giorgio? the fact that he had decided to become a monk. Because you knew Giorgio, I mean, a lot more than I did. I, I got to meet a lot of people who knew him after we took over the business. Uh, yeah. I was curious as your perspective, because uh, he, Giorgio was a very extreme personality, shall we say?
5: Yeah, well, you can you understand. An Ital- I think a Sicilian living in Australia. So, yeah. you know.
3: <laughs> a Sicilian living in Australia. So, uh, you know, taking
5: that and and now living in New York with, uh, you oh, know, with a very uh, professional business. So he's very professionally minded and... Yes very assertive, aggressive in terms of getting being successful, and he had it all. And, and to just see him kind of um, let it all go like that, and I guess because emotionally he had hit a point in his life where he just was unable to find the the resources to to have answers, personal answers mm. for himself, um, and for therefore for his family. That he made a, a, a larger. Conscious choice, which in most people's minds would have been seemed like an escape, I would think, you know, if you right. just drop everything and, you know, you basically, quote unquote, abandon your family and your right. kids, your children to go, you know, be with God in, in a forest somewhere. You know, many people would think yeah. how selfish of him to do something like that. Um, yeah. And the other end of it was maybe he did it in the long term to actually serve his family and, and to to right. bring it back to us, to bring us some
3: some of that spiritual wealth that we could all grow as a community right right yeah I remember talking to, and and personally I mean I supported the hot idea of it regardless of whether I was buying the business or that I thought it was a great thing that he had decided to do it because it was a very personal choice and it wasn't a very easy choice for him right. to make and you know and he said like most people were very much against him mm. becoming a monk he's also relatively young I mean how old was he at the time like 38 35 around, yeah something like that so they're like, you're so young, you know, how can you do this? But I mean, for him, it's what spoke to him and it was the answer for exactly. him. And, and, you know, it, it, it's so interesting how, um, when you're, you are, um, you know, doing something that's not of the mainstream, how people can give you such a hard time and, and, and almost make you wrong for making that kind of choice um, because it is something different. But it's what was right for him and what spoke to him.
5: And I think, you know, he's a perfect example of what's happening for a lot of us now in these kind of communities that we're taking the initiative to follow the path that's a little more challenging than the mainstream so that we can really be truly be who we came here to be and embrace that. Right.
3: Yeah. And and it's something to to keep in mind, even though, like, I'm a big believer that, you know, now is not the time to kind of go off in a monastery or in a forest and, and be a monk, that it's time to. You know, embody the same principles as a monk, but be in the city, be with people, work with people, um, and not separate yourself. but I mean there's still a place for it, yes. and for those people who feel called to that kind of life, you know if it's right for them, it's right for them. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I respected him very greatly for it, um, even though it's not a choice I personally would make. I don't think it's a choice you would personally right. make either, would you? Perhaps <laughs> <laughs> you never so know. <laughs> well, we'll see. Um, so, yeah, it was really quite interesting knowing Georgia, And we're still in touch. I mean, he's still come out of the forest, and he's come back to visit once or twice since then. Mm-hmm. Um, and really, I was surprised over the years when I was looking back over a lot of the different people I've had on my show. Uh, I was looking at 2011. I kicked off the year with, with Mario, somebody else you introduced me to, and Pancho the Crystal Skull. He was... Uh, uh, had had gotten a crystal skull, inherited a crystal skull, and 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 was was introducing it to people. Sensei John, who Simone had introduced me to, because um, he had uh, he had had this like little spot on a. AM radio station where he had his philosophy of the week. So he came and talked about his philosophy of the week. Roger Nygaard, who's a filmmaker, had come on. And, and he will be back on our show soon. He, he was talking about his film he'd done, The Nature of Existence. It was a lot of fun. He's going to come back on and talk about a film all about marriage. Uh, mm-hmm. Scott de DeGraffenried, who, who we talked all about millennials. Amy Carruth, who was a near-death experience survivor who was very psychic. Um, Larry Sharp, who had been doing a show when I took over had some personal stuff take care of, took off, had him on my show to kick off him doing a new show and it uh, changed the format of his show. Pierre Dubois who, who uh, through whom I would met, Sharon Lecter who was the co-author with Robert Kiyosaki of many of the Rich Dad, Poor Dad books. Uh, Parashakti who's a, a trans dance teacher in the New York City area at the time. Betsy Cohen who is the cutest little Williamsburg kind of psychic around who ended up doing her own show. And at the end of 2011 I ended up with Two Davises on my last show, Tim Davis, who is a a business coach who does all about comedy and business, and Donna Davis, who uh, is um, a psychic who who channels these beings known as the Galactic Mathematician. So it was Davis and Davis for the end of 2011. Anyway, so uh, we're just coming up into our last segment. Again, if anyone would like to call in and ask your own question, please do. 877-480-4120.
2: This is the Conscious Consultant Hour Awakening Humanity. We'll be right back after these messages.
1: You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Have you ever decided to reinvent yourself? Are you navigating a new life's journey? Are you an aspiring artist that's looking for direction? This is Kevin Barbaro, and my new show, Coffee Talk 3.0, is your new best friend. Tune in live to hear successful professional artists and their inspiring real-life adventures Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern, right here at TalkingAlternative.com.
4: What are the latest travel trends? How can travel be a part of your overall health and wellness plan? This is William Paris, lifestyle travel consultant and your host on Travel and Wellness Today. Join me on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time for travel chat, travel tips, and travel news updates. That's on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc.
3: Are you suffering from aches and pains? Has traditional medicine let you down? Are you tired of taking toxic medications? Then come to the Double Diamond Wellness Center and learn how our natural methods can help you to heal. Call us now at 212-721-8183. That's 212-721-8183. Or find us on the web at www.doublediamondwellness.com. We look forward to serving you.
5: Hey, all you crazy listeners. Looking to boost your business? Why not advertise on Talking Alternative with very reasonable rates? Interested? Simply email at infotalkingalternative.com. At Talking
2: Welcome back. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity.
3: And welcome back. So this is our fifth year anniversary, 260th show celebration of the Conscious Consultant with two dear friends who were really instrumental in me becoming the Conscious Consultant and having this radio show, Simone and Alexander and, um, and all of you. You know, without the listeners, without you guys, without the growing listening audience for my show and for the Talking Alternative Network overall, you know, we wouldn't still be doing this. And I remember early on, I think it was in 2012 that this happened. Um, Janice was already with me at that time, engineering the shows, you know, Janice Taylor I tell you right now, I could not run this station without Janice. She is absolutely um, uh, an essential essential part of the Talking Alternative team. So in 2012, uh, somebody had introduced me to this guy who was a hostage negotiator. And he was supposed to call in, I think at the time he was in England, and he was going to call in and we were going to do a show all about negotiation, you know, because Hostage negotiation, negotiating with your family, negotiating with your boss. It's all the same thing. <laughs> and the last minute, he never called in. So I just went and did the show. And like after the show, I found out it turned out that there was some situation in a prison and they called him in the last minute. So he couldn't you know, be on the phone at the time. And so I'm just doing the show off the cuff, talking about negotiation and and more specifically talking about negotiations in our personal life and our family kids. And in the middle of the show, this guy calls in a little bit of an accent and he says, you know what you're talking about? I can relate to it so much. I have this issue with my family all the time trying to get my my kids off their cell phones and to have sit down and have dinner together. And we're always so busy and this and that. And he said, really, you know, what you said really affected me. And I'm like, thank you so much. I'm like, I'm just curious, where are you calling from? And he says, New Delhi, India. And I am floored. Because we have an 800 number, but it only works in the United States. So if you're calling from New Delhi, India, you're calling on your own dime or using Skype or whatever. But the fact that he made the effort that somebody from literally halfway around the world was listening to my show and got some value from what I was talking about that really hit home for me and, and, and from that point I really I, I know that the show took on a real special meaning for me and that I knew this was something that I had to continue um, because I knew regardless of how many listeners because it's not about numbers Every soul that I reach, even if it's just one person, it makes all the difference in the world. And recently I even got an email from an old friend of mine from college who lives down in Alabama. And she was like, I'm so grateful for your show. It's like a beacon of light for me. I try and get my friends to listen to it because there's like nobody down here into spirituality. And I'm trying to get them educated about it. And your show has been so helpful. And so those little moments, those, those little reflections back that let me know that really what we do talk about on this show, about empowering you, about how we create the world around us, about how we can heal ourselves, our families, our ancestors, the world, about how our intention can be so powerful and can really make a big difference um, I do it for you the listening audience and and I really honor you for for giving me an hour of your time even if it's not every week
2: nice thank
3: you ah, good things come in 3s there they'll be one more don't worry Um. And so I've really had some amazing people on my show and, and even on the station overall. I, I remember in 2012, I had Benz on, who's a, a, a Chilean woman who's a spiritual teacher now out of California. And at the time uh, it, it, when she came on, so many people were calling in to ask her questions. I remember there were like 33 different countries listening in at the same time. The phones were going crazy. I've had people on uh, from both the, the uh, one of the um, board members of the Open Center, as well as uh, one of the organizers of the local New York chapter of the ARE. Uh, Jody Sirota of the former Meta Center and Alan Steinfeld had come on to my, my um, December show of 2012, talking about the December 21, 2012 and the significance of that. Um, uh, la- uh, 2013. I had people on like Mark Brinkerhoff, who I find is a fascinating individual who talks about extraterrestrials as spiritual teachers, not about abductees, not about like they're doing experiments on them, but how they can be spiritual teachers. Uh, Francine Vale, another woman who has visions and and, and is psychic and a healer, wrote a book called The Structure of All That Is, The Song of the Heart, who now actually sees clients here at our center. Diana Brownstone, a... a, a, um, Astrologer. I've also, you know, I'd started the tradition of, of bringing Monty Taylor, the astrologer, who does the show right before me on my show at the beginning of the year to tell us sort of astrologically what does the, the year hold for us. I've had on Gary Douglas, the creator of uh, Access Consciousness. Um, and even Giorgio as, uh, as Bonte, the, the uh, our monk, had come back on the show when he came to visit during 2013. Uh, 2012, I had filmmaker James Carmen. Uh, Jennifer Rezio, who, who does um, soul language and works with people, she was very significant for me because she introduced me to this organization called the Evolutionary Business Council, um, whom uh, I had on recently, the founder of the Evolutionary Business Counter, Council, uh, Teresa de Grobois, who who uh, was so important. I've had on some amazing authors um Uh, such as uh, Dr. Judith Glazer who wrote the book Conversational Intelligence and David Howitt um, who wrote the book uh, what was the title of that book Um, oh my god I love that book and I can't remember the title now anyway I've had on even some shaman by the name of Itzhak Berry and John Lockley uh, who who was from South Africa he was a shaman from South Africa um, uh, more local people like Peter Roth. Uh, f- a friend introduced me to uh, a spiritual teacher named Almin Abdi Electreth, um, Patricia Albert, and Jeff Carrera of Mutual Awakening. Um, Elaine Goodall Woodall, who's a, um, a medical intuitive, and and so many more. I- I've had on so many amazing people who have really enriched my life and who have helped to to make the Conscious Consultant Hour. Uh, what I hope is a show that you, the listener, really appreciate and get extreme value from. And I know uh, I still haven't gotten all of my shows up on iTunes and SoundCloud. But if you go to SoundCloud and do a search for the Conscious Consultant Hour or you go to iTunes and do a search for the Conscious Consultant Hour, you will find our shows listed there. Um, and many of the older shows, which uh, I, I hope you will go back and listen to because there are some uh, real gems. Um, but today's show was very special for me, um, bringing Alex and Simone on, who um, uh, who really, really um, are so instrumental in, in things coming about. So I really want to thank you, um, Simone.
2: You're welcome, Sam. Thank you for having me on today.
3: You're welcome. Um, thank you for helping me to recognize that I am the Conscious Consultant. And Alex will be back. Um, we'll have him back on the show again sometime soon. Um, he's he's so dear, and I have more guests. I'm booked up. I cannot believe it. I'm booked up with guests through like the middle of July. I'm sure I'll be booked up even even past then, uh, before too long. Um, and uh, and let me know if, if there are certain people that you love who you would love to have me interview. Email me at Sam at talkradio.nyc and let me know is there some person who does something related to consciousness, some spiritual teacher, somebody even you just think brings a more conscious approach to anything in life. I mean, I've had people on talk about nutrition, health, um and and other things. Uh I would be happy and honored to try and get any of these people on. And even, and I will say it, John D. Martini. yes, he was the person who was supposed to be on today, but obviously he wasn't supposed to be on today. We will have him on in July. Um, I'm actually looking very forward to it because his um, amazing process called The Breakthrough Experience uh, is something very, very healing, and just reading his book was like a healing for me. Um, so I really want to give a shout out to all of the people I met, um, all of... The modalities that um, people have come through here and done um, D. Wallace, who was in the movie E. T., who is now a spiritual teacher, uh, Dennis Adams, who was an amazing, amazing healer from Washington State, who who uh, so simple, Stacy Breeze, the woman whom I studied theta healing under, who who is also a big law of attraction person. Um, and even some people that aren't that well-known, Jagadish, who is a, um, a Rasik Hindu and, and a, a wonderful uh, teacher. Uh, Natasya Sati, who, who does amazing work with breath. We even had on, I remember I, I met this woman, Yana Hexter, Hexter, who is a grant writer and had been on Tony's show. And it turned out she was being a channel as well. So I had her come and she, the first time she sort of came out about being a channel was on my show. Dr. Simon Atkins, who called in from Uruguay because he says the electromagnetic forces around the equator are much more conducive for things and had moved down there. Um, Daniel Ackner. Dr. John Muchachia, who had written a book um, uh, that was, uh, where he had interviewed several people who had had experiences with spirit. And it recently come out, and I tell you, it's really been amazing over the last five years to see the shift in consciousness in the world, in the mainstream in general, um, and how some of the things that we talk about on this show uh, were pretty far out there when I first got started, and somehow now they're not that far out there. And so it has been my honor and my pleasure to be your sherper, your guide, your conscious consultant. Thank you for listening.
2: You are listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. Thank you for joining us, and please tune in next week for another wonderful show.
4: alternative radio 24 hours
3: a day are you stuck in your business or career trying to take your business to the next level and it keeps hitting a wall this is sam lebowitz the conscious consultant i will help you get to the root cause of your abundance issues and help move you forward in your life Call me now and let's create the future you dream of, 212-721-8183, that's 212-721-8183. The Conscious Consultant, helping conscious people be better business people.
1: Have you ever decided to reinvent yourself? Are you navigating a new life's journey? Are you an aspiring artist that's looking for direction? This is Kevin Barbaro, and my new show, Coffee Talk 3.0, is your new best friend. Tune in live to hear successful professional artists and their inspiring real-life adventures Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern, right here at TalkingAlternative.com.
5: You're listening to... The Talking Alternative Network at www.talkingalternative.com. Now, broadcasting
1: 24 hours a day. Talking Alternative.
6: Have you ever considered consulting a roadmap when you feel you need help getting to your destination? When the normal path seems blocked, a little help can come in handy when choosing an alternate route. Your natal chart is a map of your potentials.
1: Listening to the Talking Alternative Network,
0: you know how to book flights and hotels.